Today's episode is brought to you by Triumph Equine Kinesiology Tape. Accessible, affordable, and made for all sticky situations. It's my favorite equine kinesiology tape, and I bet it'll be yours too. Available at triumphtape.com, and we'll also link it in the show notes. I'm Judith, and this is the Starline Equine Bodywork Podcast. This is a podcast about all of the things that I've learned and continue to learn in my career with horses. For the better part of a decade, I've been a full-time equine bodywork practitioner, educator, and author. My obsession? How horses really work. And how to get the most from our relationship with them in training and in sport. My passion? Helping horse owners, body workers, and aspiring body workers get going, unpack the latest science, research, and experiences behind what we do with horses to support their potential and optimize their performance. It's really common practice for trainers to shorten distances in gymnastic lines, usually a vertical to a vertical, uh, in order to try and teach horses to jump more carefully, right? So they're trying to get their attention, get them to self-regulate their stride and jump out carefully. And I wanted to talk about that today and uh, kind of the thought process behind it and how it can actually be flawed. And this is going to roll into a little bit my thoughts about training the bounces um, with horses and what physically we have to look for that they have to be capable in order for this strategy to make them a careful jumper work. Now, uh, a lot of the time, uh, if you have a horse that's jumping into a line, maybe they're jumping a little past uh, where the arc should end and then not being able to shorten up their step in shape and jump out of the line. Sometimes um, they just aren't careful coming out. And a lot of people say, well, if I just shorten up the line, I'm going to teach them that this will work. Now, I'm not a fan of this strategy, and I'm going to say because it's asking the horse who's already running on adrenaline to do something to avoid hitting a pole, which anyone who's ever dropped a pole on their own foot or banged into one when they're setting jumps knows it can sting. You're asking them to get out of the way of the jump in a survival manner, and it doesn't necessarily teach them the technique that you're looking for. In fact, often we're neglecting to look at the fact that there could be an issue underlying physically in the horse that makes them unable to shorten their step in shape. And it's funny because we talk about in flat work all the time, we're always talking about how we want the core to be engaged and the spine to be stable. And we want this nice round uh, shape to the frame with the horse. And we neglect to remember that that is actually a prerequisite for being able to shorten and lengthen the stride between jumps as well. In fact, Shortening the distance between the jumps can um, not, if the horse has, let's say, maybe a chiropractic issue in its back or a musculoskeletal issue, a weakness in muscles, forcing them into that position when their body is not capable of moving in that range of motion safely, 
or is not capable of receiving that load capacity into the tissues can actually set them up for injury, right? And they're not necessarily injuries you're going to see right away because they're running on adrenaline. You say, oh, well, they shortened their step, they got over the jump. But we have to stop and look at the quality of the steps between the jumps and the quality of the arc and the shape of the horse going over the jumps. So this applies to training the bounce as well. I know a lot of people, um, they say, I want to train the front end of the horse. So I, you know, in order to get them picking up their feet and jumping square in front, I use the bounce. And if you ever watch horses jump through the bounce, very, very rarely are these horses dropping their head and raising their knees and following through. In fact, what you see is often their head a little high, and yes, their knees are coming up evenly, but you're not seeing that arc or that bascule that we really want to see through the back. You're seeing a flattening, you're seeing a brace in the the low neck, and then uh, an accompanying flattening of the back, and they tend to kind of canter over or trail their legs over uh, the jump behind and don't actually finish with a good technique from the lumbosacral junction back. This is actually putting a ton of pressure on the joints in the neck, right? Because now the neck is being held in a braced position and we're not using the spine correctly. So uh, again, it's not achieving the goal long-term for what uh, the objective was of the exercise in the first place. So I wanted to talk about some ideas um, of different things we can train in order to achieve the objective of having a horse that can jump through those deeper uh, distances, that can jump through those shortened lines, and a horse that can actually handle the bounce in a better shape. And what exercises we want to be doing with those horses in order to promote that, and what things we need to rule out from a bodywork perspective before we even try to train those things. So first of all, if you are having difficulties with your horse being able to regulate its step in the line, it's very important to have a very qualified body worker. Um, I would say my first step would usually be a chiropractic assessment of the horse to make sure that we have the mobility in the joints in the right spot and the stability of the joints, uh, able to carry the weight of the rider, able to lift the abdominal core and come up under the saddle. You should have hints of whether your horse is strong enough to maintain that based on your flat work as well. So um, soft tissue work can come in at this point as well. We want to be making sure that all of those chains are working well and that the horse can carry quite an advanced frame in order to, on the flat, in order to learn to rock back and hold themselves in balance to jump out of the lines correctly. So I like to begin with pole work. Adjusting distances at the canter in a line, being able to put four steps in, being able to put five steps in in the same line, and being able to control the canter 
consistently and regularly is very important before we begin to head to the jumps. And once we have that achieved, what I like to work on is setting, um, so I'm doing this with horses, not ponies, so I set a 36 uh foot line and I do very small verticals. We're talking 18 inches and I don't put a ground line because I want to jump them in both directions and I don't want the ground line to serve um, as anything, uh, a visual cue for the horse to alter their arc. I want the horse to learn to regulate the arc based on aids and based on learning to compress their own body. So those two verticals, you can jump them in either direction, no ground line. They're basically um, just a raised cavaletti, essentially. Uh, and what I like to do is I like to get a very regulated, good shape canter coming out of the turn, uh, nice and slow. And I want to step into that line. And instead of doing it in a two stride, I'm going to ask the horse to do it in three strides. This is also where it's going to show up if the rider is out of balance, has a weak core, or tends to pull on the reins to shorten the step instead of engaging their own core and having the horse come up to them. Because of course, if you have a rider that's off balance and the rider goes to pull on the reins, then instantly the horse's head is going to come up. You're going to break the shape of the horse in order to shove in those steps. And they are going to be jumping in that survival mode on the out, which is also why these jumps are small and why we're not putting the ground line, rolling it out so that it's not cueing the arc for them. They need to be able to get under it because this is a lot harder than it sounds. And the way we achieve teaching this is we teach the horse when they step up and we soften with our hands and then um, in an automatic release. And then we teach them by doing what we could call a compression release or putting your hands together and on the neck. And when the horse goes on the backside of the jump, so you're doing that well into the arc of the jump on the backside of the arc, so probably at about 60 or 70% of the way through the jump effort itself, as you draw your hands closer together, the horse learns to land in your hand, which should not be braced. It should still move with their head going down. But as you move your hands together, it cues them to land and shorten the first step after the jump, but with their belly button coming up underneath you in a round shape. And then to be able to maintain that step length for those three strides and still soften off the ground for the jump on the out. And it's really important that the horse has these skills. And once they have that skill, then you know that you can jump into those tighter combination lines. So when you have a vertical to vertical combination and it's set on a quite uh, short distance, you can still get a big maximal arc jump effort up. And when you use that compression release, that is going to allow them to canter up and underneath you still in that advanced flat work frame. And you'll still be able to soften your hand off the ground. Now, uh, when you start doing this, very commonly, you will feel a slide in your low leg. 
You will feel your tendency to go to the reins very early. You will feel all of the ways in which you can negatively affect the horse. And then we should also be looking at training the rider, uh, their balance, their stability, all of that, their own body control off the horse. Because what we do as riders has huge ramifications on the quality of the jump and the arc of the horse. And we can't start to shorten the distances between the jumps and jump them at a bigger height until we know we have ruled out any physical limitations in the soft tissues and the joints that would stop them from being able to do that, and that we've ruled out any rider error, any going quick to the uh, going quick to the reins, falling towards the back of the saddle, all of those things that'll flatten the horse out. We have to rule those out. And then and only then is it appropriate physically to be able to jump those tighter distances at a bigger height or do the bounces and maintain the integrity of the jump. Because let's face it, what we train is what we ingrain. Equine kinesiology tape increases the efficiency of your horse's body so that together you can strive for your goals. In the working horse, tape supports joints with long-term soundness in mind. It addresses fascial issues, lymphatic and circulation issues, and assists muscles, tendons, and ligaments. It can also be used in injury rehabilitation programs for faster and safer recovery so that your horse can feel like himself again. Tape is an affordable and accessible tool that, with a little know-how, can revolutionize your training and rehabilitation programs. Stuck Up is a course designed to give you the confidence and skills to add kinesiology taping to your toolbox, whether you're a horse owner or a professional body worker. Join Stuck Up and train like a professional, think like a body worker. Enroll at stuckupcourse.com.